Welcome back to the Reformed Dissenters. That's the show that you're watching or listening to. Uh, and it's for Christians who are Reformed, dissent against popular ideas of culture. Uh, and we do that by asserting not any old worldview, but a biblical worldview. And um, I don't know if those sirens are coming. Something is happening outside, and it is very You're going to die. I hope. They're coming for you. I, I don't know what's happening. Get to the but, panic uh, room. Yeah. <laughs> Get to the panic room. <laughs> My lifetime supply of chocolate is waiting for me there. Um, so today opens is... it up like a couple of months later. You see a fat Bruce, <laughs> half a bit of chocolate down his. I have mouth. loved this so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping more sirens happen outside. <laughs> um, so today is discussion topic Friday. We are discussing what is a post-millennial Christmas. What? What? Yeah, that's where we're at. We're going to chat about that today, people. So, um, sorry if you're, you've been forewarned. If you're listening and you disagree with our eschatology. You've been, I mean, could we, Jake, let me ask you this. In all honesty, could we have made this any more obvious? Did we... Was there any like under the rug shoving that happened? I I don't think so. Oh, so, you mean about us being post millennial yes. all the time? You know, we try and push <laughs> yeah, that under the rug oh. as much as possibly we can. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Be, being theonistic? I can't ever say this word. <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, what are you trying to say there, Jake? <laughs> Theonomistic or something like that. All right, a theonomist. There we go. Really? (laughs) Maybe. Being that, yes. Uh, Yeah, we're that too. So we check all the all the bad boxes. So um, you know, all of them. We're not atomists. All them things. Throw that one out. (laughs) It's the opposite. Um, But today we, we, I mean, it's a topic of immense size. Um, and it's spurred on by the book we're going through. There's there's a lot in there. So we'll probably be pulling some quotes from there. But it's also a casual discussion topic Friday. It's also the only discussion topic Friday of the month of December. That's right. We're taking the rest of the month off. Kidding. We do have episodes next week. But then we're taking the month off. Dang it. Um, so this will be our last discussion topic of 2023. So that's, you know, that's fun, too. So why not go out on the bang and make That's everyone weird that. to think about. Right? Last discussion topic of 2023. Right? Very strange. Our next discussion topic will be in 2024. Yep. Yep. How's that, and everybody? That's where we make the other half of the internet angry. I, I don't know. Um, so before we get into we've all that. we've made all the halves of the internet angry. Maybe. Maybe. I, who knows? I, it, it honestly doesn't take that much these days. So oh, absolutely not. Because I mean, we what did we post? Was this two months ago? Three months ago? You had all your statistics on on baby murder, and people it blew really? up. Like they hated it, to me, that. it's it's insane. Like reading scientific facts. Yes, and is, is 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 annoying to people. Not not annoying. More but than annoying. Towards people, the words they called us like. 
you horrible monsters. You're a sorry yeah. excuse yeah. for human beings. I'm like, dude. Reading scientific <laughs> fact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy stuff. So it doesn't take much to make crazy internet people blow up at you these days. So, um, But we're not going to talk about that. Because right now we're going to talk about our verse of the week. <laughs> and our verse this week, our passage is Psalm 24. And we're talking about verses 9 and 10. So verses 9 and 10 of Psalm 24. This passage says, Lift up your heads, O gates, and lift them up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. And that's Psalm 24, 9 through 10. We've been, of course, talking about it all week, like you do. And there is so much here, this this whole this whole chapter um, on Monday, I read through the, the entire, well, I took excerpts from the chapter and kind of smushed them all together, but you kind of got the essence of all of chapter 24. And that's one of the really cool things about the Psalms is that there's just no holds barred, right? Repeatedly, the Psalmists say, yeah, you know, your, your land over there, guys, you know, that the heathen countries that you all think, is yours and is so precious to you and you own it and God doesn't have a say. Yeah. Now that's his too. Um, you, you know that, that little, the seas over there, the seas. Yeah. Those are his. Um, Cause he made them. And I, uh, and you all need to know that and you need to bow down. Sirens are back. I don't know what that means. Get back into the panic room. Bruce. Let's go. <laughs> go back to the panic room <laughs> and they're gone. Um, so, uh, yeah, lots, lots, again, this is one of those super, super powerful uh, psalms. And so if you get the chance, take some time today, read through it, listen to it. Um, it's, it's tremendous. And really, really think about it. Jacob talked about on Wednesday how the gates, O gates, lift up your heads, O gates, and lift them up, O ancient doors. This is talking about the beauty of the temple. So the beautiful, magnificent, ornate gates of the temple. They need to worship God too, right? Nothing is above God. But also that little slice of, of heaven, if you will, that's what Calvin was talking about, Jake was drawing out on Wednesday, that little uh, idea of heaven on earth where you're worshiping God constantly and an ornate beauty and, and all of these different things, that needs, you need to think about that. And that's not just there to be there. That's there to lift up your heads, O gates, lift them up to the Lord. And, and as we see elsewhere, we lift them up in joy. Right? We lift them up, not because we have to, but because we want to, right? It's a joyful thing. And so, um, so also I pulled this in because on Monday we were talking about the kingship of Christ over everything and how much more kingly can you get than being the literal king of glory itself, <laughs> right? So there's being a king and there's having glory and there's having honor and there's having these things. But no earthly king could even possibly remotely be the king of glory itself, right? Just like how when we talk about Romans 13, where does authority, earthly authority come from? No earthly human king can claim true authority to himself by himself. It comes from God. So does glory. He's the king of glory. So if there's glory, it has to come from him. Right, because he's the king of even glory. <laughs> right? mm. um, so, 
All right, let's get into our discussion topic, um, talking about what is a post-millennial Christmas. Jake, what what do you hear the first thing when you hear someone ask you, if you, someone's on the street, they come up to you and they're like, okay, you mentioned something, I saw, I saw your headline, right? What the heck is a post-millennial Christmas? Would you, would you tell me about that? I mean, what what's going on there? How can a, how can a holiday be post-millennial? What the heck? Well, I mean, I, I, I think just – I will get into the specifics of Christmas, and I think we'll be discussing about this in the entire show. But I think all celebrations – and that's what Christmas is. It's a celebration. It's a it's a feast. It's a, um, um, you know, a celebration. I'll leave it at that. Um, all celebrations should be optimistic, should be post-millennial, should be – Happy, up, positive, Uplifting. Joyful. Yeah, positive, yeah. yes. Um. Because that's a celebration. When when you go to a celebration, everyone isn't isn't weeping and crying. You know that that's not what you find in a celebration. Waiting for it to end. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, man, exactly. I hope the celebration's over soon, so we can get out the right. door. <laughs> right, right. So they should be joyous. They should be positive. They should be post millennial. That's what post millennial is. Um, if we have to go into the fact of what post-millennialism is, that's not this episode. That's a totally different episode. Go look <laughs> Sorry, for that one. We are, yes, selectively leaving some people out on this one. <laughs> <laughs> but I think specifically Christmas, and I think I brought this up to Bruce, and this kind of spurred on us wanting to talk about this and to do this as a discussion topic. But um, we were watching this this Christmas movie. It was a, So it was your typical Christmas movie. Uh, so your typical Christian Christmas music movie. So it it was done. It was done decently well. Okay, okay. Oh, but it was not, you know, to the so level the that our society. Echelon. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but hey, guess what? It had Kirk Cameron in it. So boom, it's good. It's decent. Um, had to be decent enough. But in a sense, and and one of the one of the aspects of it, and it was super amazing. It's like. Christmas. We think of Christmas, and what is Christmas? It's Christ must. You know, it, I don't know what the must must means, but it, in a sense, we're, we're looking at Christ, right? This is a celebration of Christ, him him being born, born in a manger, uh, in a house, as Doug Wilson was discussing in the in this most recent chapter. It wasn't what everybody thinks it is. It was a house, but um, but it's why. Why this time of the year, right? Because because we also know through looking that it wasn't necessarily the the literal time of Christ's birth at that time. If we look at the actual dates and stuff, it may not have been that exact time that or day that Christ was born. So why Christmas? Why winter? Why this dark and gloomy day? Why this dark and gloomy season of darkness? I'll re- continue to reiterate that darkness um that's where it's all covered in snow and wet damp stuff where people don't want to go outside as much some people don't want to go outside as much not me i will definitely want to go outside um (laughs) same (laughs) yeah yeah but why uh and very 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 interesting that the movie brought up is the fact that christmas is sorry um winter is the best time of the year because how how much better contrast is there? The fact yeah. of this darkness of this season 
then to bring in this massive light of this child being born. First of all, that yeah. life is being brought into the world. That that should be mentioned. That life is being brought into the world. That is a joyous occasion at any time. The fact that we kill so many children, so many, mm-hmm. so much life today yeah. is, is is disastrous and terrible. But the fact of life being born into this world is is a celebration in and of itself. But this specific person, Christ, who the entire Old Testament was setting up to be. We look at we look at Abraham. We you can go through any Christmas devotional or Advent devotional that will go through all of these types of things, talking about Genesis, talking about um, talking about um, Abraham sacrificing his son, and, and all these signs and seals towards Christ being born. Th- this entire I don't know exactly the number of books in the Old t- Old, Old Testament, isn't it? Like sixty some? No, that's in the the entire Bible, but. See, all of these books speaking about this day, speaking about Christ being born. How how big, how much of an amazing contrast there is. Yeah. This fact of this light being born into this world, God being born into the world, being brought as a man into this world in this darkness, in this in the dead of night, in in the winter. Yep. It's the best time because we have that amazing contrast. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so much that like Jacob saying all of those passages, this will be a sign unto you, right? This will be the sign that these glorious things are about to happen. Right. That was, you know, revelation, all these different things that will shortly take place. This was what everyone knew to look forward to. And there it was. And like we talked about on Wednesday, if you missed that episode, go back and check that out. It was a recreating of earth. It was a shaking of the world, right? It was, you know, we're in the midst of God's great sifter. I think Doug Wilson writes later in this chapter, right? The whole world is being sifted right now. There's bad things that happen, good things that happen, and things are falling away, but good things are remaining. Largely, good things are remaining, the bad is falling away. It's, it's being sifted. The world is being shaken, which is in Hebrews, right? That's talk, talked about um, in, the, in that passage. And so all of those things pointed to that. And they pointed to this glorious promise. And so when people, when that happened, we celebrate it because that was one of the single most important parts of our history, not just to save our own souls, which Christ did, but to save the world, right? That his transformation would go as far as the curse is found, like we sing every year, right? It's Christ did not come to condemn the world, but that the whole world, all of creation would be saved. And that's what he did. That's what he's doing right now. That's his continued work. And so... That was the that was the the kickoff to just an incredible event that takes thousands of years. Two thousand years later, we're still writing about that event. Two thousand years mm-hmm. later, we're still writing about that one day. That day that the world changed. That day that was promised four thousand years before it came. That day when the head of the serpent was just a few years from being crushed 
until it was on the cross. And it was that day that we celebrated Christmas. And so naturally, when, when we celebrate that sort of an event, we take on certain attributes, right? We, that celebration will take on certain attributes. Like Jake was saying, joy and talking about all those sorts of things, but also just a ton of singing. I mean, have you ever noticed how many songs are written for this holiday? I mean, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find another holiday that has this many songs written about it, <laughs> right? <laughs> we, we basically devote an entire month to this holiday, to celebrating that one day 2,000 years ago. Now, we were talking yeah. about on Wednesday how um, some people dilute the potency of it, right? Jake was bringing this up in what he was reading in the chapter. Pastor Wilson obviously brought it up in, in chapter one we were going through. Um, but you can dilute it in so many ways. You can, we were talking about how you think about it just like tradition. Oh, this is just something we've always done. You know, they celebrated it in the trenches in the first world war. You know, like this is, we just, we just, it's just a thing, right? I mean, hundreds of years ago, Kings celebrated Christmas in England, right? You know, um, but why? And I think so often we can get wrapped. Well, family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. That too. Uh, well, giving presents. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. That too. Yeah. Yes. Uh, feasting. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You got it. There it is. That's one of them. That's that. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> go down the list. Uh, traditions. Oh, we have Christmas trees. Oh, we have this. Oh, we have that. Those are all brilliant. Yeah, do it. That's great. Good for you. But, but why? <laughs> right. Well, what are we, what are we, what are we actually celebrating? What's the meat here? Mm -hmm. And I think that once you wrap around what we were just talking about at the beginning of this episode, the potency of that day. And you don't just say, well, it was potent because you know, he saved our souls and <laughs> did the best he could do, you know, but ultimately he's got to burn it down anyway. So, you know, yeah, the toys are great. Yeah. yeah. Feasting's great. Yeah. The tree is nice. Yeah. The decorations, but you know, and enjoy it while you can, because it's gone after thing, you know, after Christmas, it's gone. Right. We don't celebrate that way as post-millennialists. <laughs> no, no. We celebrate. Celebrate with beer. One, yeah, this is one month <laughs> and the rest of them kind of look similar. We celebrate yeah. every day. We celebrate every month. We work with a joyful attitude because we know our work is not in vain. Right. And so the joy that, that Christmas has should continue well past Christmas. But Christmas is kind of like a, a, a recharging spot in the year. Right? It's in the middle of the winter, just like Jake was saying. It's in the dead of winter. It's when things are dark. It's when this is the recharge. This is, hey, remember when our king was born, who lets yeah. us and is working through us to get all the work done that we, we are going to do tomorrow. <laughs> right? So you, you mentioned a lot the, uh, the tree. And I thought I would touch on this a Ooh. little bit. Oh, the we're going there. All right. And, and really, like, I want to fit this into our discussion, and really, I think it fits quite well. You know, I, the people who say that, you know, I, I know because it's within our, our family or within our, you know, extended relatives and such to to think that, okay, Christmas shouldn't be, right? There shouldn't be a Christmas that Christ's birth um, happened at different times, so why why celebrate and this Christmas? Is just we a shouldn't pagan celebrate holiday, Christmas, and we should right, celebrate right. pagan holidays. Yeah, 
Yeah, ce- celebrating the tree. Why, why, why a tree? You know, all that type of stuff. I think the tree specifically. It, it's so amazing to me the fact that it, it, it does. The tree does come from pagan roots. It was a, a pagan thing to kind of worship this tree and place ornaments and stuff on it. However, I think the real postmillennial thing is to look at that and say, look how we've changed this. Mm. Look if we've taken this, this thing that used to stand for darkness, used to stand for something that wasn't godly, wasn't biblical. Now we've changed it. Now we've yes. adapted it and put, put it into our celebration. Now it's a great thing. This right. adorning of this tree, and we don't worship the tree, obviously. We weren't, let's yeah. not bow down to the tree. I'm not talking about that. But we bring this into our houses. Yeah, putting the star on it. Yes, yeah. No. I know there are some people who put angels and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Now the tree becomes a reminder of the king that yeah. will vanquish and their paganism. I know a, a tradition that we sort of do we, as ornaments, we put on the tree the names of Christ. Um, we put on there his different names throughout all the Bible. Again, so all throughout this tree is a reminder of Christ. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I think, I think that's great. It's a really good, it's a really good reminder. Yeah. So um, yeah, hopefully this is, I, I think that there's, there's so much here and it's, it's, it's really neat to kind of step into into this, you know, once a year, discuss all of the, all of the different facets, all of the reasons why we celebrate, um, and delve into, you know, I, one of the really cool things you get to see is the cultural impacts. You know, we've been talking about that whole, like, oh, it's just tradition. Well, to the the pagans, to the heathens, that's kind of what it is, right? It's just, oh, it's just a thing we do every year. Celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Cause I don't know, somebody was born a couple thousand years ago or something. I don't know. Now it's just a thing we do. You know, now I just get a week off from work. Woohoo. Right. <laughs> and not a week. Oh yeah. Sorry. No, I forgot. You, they don't Two know. Days. About, yeah. They, they don't know about the, uh, if that, <sighs> yes, they don't know about the emancipation, emancipation proclamation and Jacob's industry. So I have to rhythm about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, um, the, uh, but what are they doing? Our culture, the Christian culture that founded America, that founded the West, that founded the Middle Ages, that founded all these wonderful things. That was so potent that even the heathens today are singing what they created. What we as Christians created, what Christ created. These songs, Mm. the heathens are singing them. (laughs) The heathens are singing, (laughs) yes, yes, Lord, rule over me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Joy to the world. As far as the curse is found, make your blessings flow, which ultimately means ending their way of life. (laughs) Right? They they sing that every year. Think about that. The, The heathens do. They, every year, for... A few weeks, everyone's a post-millennialist. <laughs> right. Now, here's the other interesting thing, too. As our culture has become more pre-mill in America, we've seen it more diluted. We've seen a lot of people, I said diluted, not diluted. Okay. I just mean the potency has gone out of it. I don't mean these people are diluted. They're smart people. They're thinking. I just think they've gone the wrong direction with things. Um, 
it's, it's a dilution of the power of what Christ did on the cross ultimately. Right. But, but setting that aside for a second, what, what the ultimate response of that is, right. We can say, no, 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 it's not that it's not that we just, we can act the same way. We're going to do the same stuff. Um, but I just, I don't think it's going to work in the end. Right. The same with optimistic Amel. No, 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 no. Christ, he won't fail. Right. Still King. Sure. And say all that, but he's not going to win. There's a very real and very obvious representation of where that mindset goes. Look at the rainbow. That is a perfect example of a reversal of what Jacob was just talking about. Christmas tree is the opposite. We took something that was heathen and we conquered it. Christ conquered it. He said, nope, that's mine too. Right? Through, you know, all of these things. That culture, that's what Mm. came out of it. It was conquered. And then, look at the rainbow. We took something that was God's and said, all right, you can have it, heathens. Here you go. It's yours. Take it away. And that came out of a pre-millennial mindset. We gave up ground. We let ground slip because, meh, I mean, whatevs. It's just a, it's just another thing on this earth that doesn't really matter, right? I mean, he's just, it's going to, rainbows will get burnt too. So take it. What do we care? <laughs> right? Now, I'm, I'm over-exaggerating, okay? But that's what happened. Okay, you can't deny the results of what happened. Um, so I just I think it's very interesting to to look at the the differences between those two things. And so think about that as you're celebrating your post-millennial Christmas, right? As you benefit from that worldview, as you benefit hmm. from the the results of what that produced, a whole country called America, right? <clears throat> Where we said no, Christ is king over our laws as a nation too. And we lived like it for a time. We let it all go, but we lived like it for a time. And so every Christmas, we remember that. We remember all the things that Christ is king of. But also, we remember how he blesses us with with food, with warmth, with family, with things on this earth, with good work to do, right? And an ever-expanding world, and, and that's one of the things, too, when we talk about celebrating, when we talk about feasting, when people are like, oh, it's, oh, you're overly exuberant. You're going to do too much. You're going to be gluttonous. You're going to be whatever, right? Right. But we, we talked about that a ton when we went through Angels in the Architecture, right? Talking about how God says, yes, sometimes be over exuberant. Yes, sometimes eat a lot of food. Don't make it your idol. But what we do is we, we do that at, while at the same time blessing God, while at the same time saying, thank you for giving us this. We're going we're gonna to use the blessings you've given us. We're going to appreciate the blessings you've given us, and we're going to thank you for them. That's why it's so important to constantly be praying, thank you for what you gave us. Thank you for what you gave me. Thank you for my life. Thank you for my friends. Thank you for my family. Thank you for everything for my house, for my books, for the, you know, for food, everything you can think of thanking God for it changes your mindset says, this didn't come from me. This came from God, but he gave it to me. He gave me all of these gifts, all of these things, right? Why would I not use them for his glory? And so that's, that's Christmas, 
you're given all this food. You're given blessings. You're given family. You're given whatever he's put in your life. And that's the time to be overly exuberant, to give more than you, you know, more than, more than you're like, ah, it's not frugal. Well, do it anyways, <laughs> right? Give, because that's what God does, right? God doesn't hold back. God doesn't say, mm, I'll give them uh, as much as they need, just a little bit. Well, there's a little more, right? No, God poof, gives us a ton, way more than we need, right? <laughs> and, and, and that's how we are at Christmas, when we're giving gifts, when we're feasting, when we're, you know, all these different things, so... Well, we got about two minutes left. Jake, is there anything you want to wrap up with? Final thoughts. If you had to, okay, here, here it is. Final thoughts. In two sentences or less, answer the question we started with at the beginning. What is a post-millennial Christmas? It's tough. One, okay, I think we mentioned this before, and I think this is something important to mention, is that Christians who know what Christmas is really about shouldn't celebrate Christmas just those two days. Hmm. Just the just the Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Yeah. This is more than just those two days. This is a month long celebration and treat it such. Yeah. That that we are joyous through this entire month. We give it its due its due reverence. Celebrations in the Old Testament took weeks. Yeah. Regular yeah. old celebrations. This is even more than that. Yeah. This is more than well, a marriage is in, is great and important, but this is this is bigger than a marriage. This is Christ being born. You know? This is yep. this is huge. This yeah. should take our month. This is the This world should being be renewed. our month long pursuit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yep. it's yeah, that also added to that, this is the yeah, what exactly what you just said. This is the world renewed. This is this is a creation of a new world. Yeah. This is all of the elemental spirits being broken down and being Made anew. Remade. Yep. Yep. Amen. That was very well said. That was even better than what I had in mind. So thank you, Jake. We're going to end it there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed this conversation. Thanks for joining us. TRDshow.net is the website. Uh, check us out. We are not going to be... Well, we've got episodes all next week. But yes, this is our last kind of, our last uh, discussion topic. <laughs> Couldn't remember the name of it for a second. Uh, our last discussion topic episode for the, the year of 2023. So share this around. Uh, if you have people who uh, you think would be interested in this or you just want to like, hey, here, share these these random guys. I don't know. They talk a lot. Listen to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's how we want to be remembered. <laughs> yeah. um, but thank you all for joining us. And uh, it's, you know, this is kind of rounding out our year. So, you know. Thanks for, for listening. We've we've doubled, literally, our numbers this year. And um, it's been great. So thank you all for sharing. We've had uh, top five or six people who have been sharing our content like mad every time it goes out. So thank you all mm. for that. Um, we obviously have to say thank you to our parents and our families for helping support us in all of this. I mean, they've, they've given us um, so much help and support behind the scenes. You guys have no idea. So huge, huge thanks to mom and dad for helps with that. Um, and it's just, it's been great. We've had, you know, Kate Nash. It's been a huge, huge help to us. Um, a lot of, a lot of design work. Um, just a ton of stuff behind the scenes. He does every single one of our thumbnails. So if you are looking for some epic artistry, Cade Nash is your man. Um, but then just a whole bunch. We've had recurring guests throughout the year. 
had, you know, Pastor Jonathan Hansen, my pastor from South Dakota, has been on. Um, oh, that, that reminds me. If you guys think of it, you should definitely pray for him. His son is back in the hospital. His son, Caspian, um, is back in the hospital. Um, and he, um, they, it, it some sort of illness, which is not great because he just came out of, of surgery. Um, so yeah. he's only like two or three years old. So de- keep, keep praying for him, um, for sure. Caspian Hansen. So, uh, but anyways, it's been a great year. We've done so much and, uh, we, we really appreciate all of you sharing, tuning in, liking all the things. And, and we hope we've, uh, been able to share new things in the word, uh, that we learn uh, with you. So with that, uh, have a great rest of your weekend. Have a wonderful Lord's Day, and remember everyone, in all that you do, do it as unto the Lord.